Hey folks, I'm Stephen Peterkins, and this is episode 349 of the Peterkins Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the four-day work week. What's better than a three-day weekend? It's the ideal amount of time to break from work and just enjoy oneself. Here's how I like to break it down. Day one, you do absolutely nothing. Just a full recovery day to take your mind off things, unwind from work, or anything else that might be stressing you out. Day two, you get the chores and errands done. Often we need a full day to get our house in order. You do some accounting, you do some shopping, get everything cleaned up, basically. The last day, you spend with friends and family, hanging out, having a good time, just straight vibing. The ideal three-day weekend. Too bad they only come around every couple of months or so. But what if it was just the status quo? In light of a post-pandemic world, more and more companies are taking this idea seriously, and the ones who are experimenting are starting to see some fantastic results. There's a law called Parkinson's Law that states that work expands to fill the time allotted. So, if we have two weeks to do something simple, like buy a present for someone, we'll either A make it more complex than it has to be to occupy that two weeks of time, or B, will procrastinate and leave it to the last minute to meet the deadline. Directly applied to the 40-hour work week, the majority of our tasks are either made more complicated or we're finding ways to appear like we're working to fill the time before the deadline arrives. That doesn't actually mean we're accomplishing more, we're often just being less efficient. Giving people less time to complete their tasks is often pretty motivating with keeping people on track. To meet deadlines, they are forced to remain focused during work hours. Time spent trying to schedule a plumber during work hours can now be scheduled during the expanded personal time gain from working less hours. While many people are coming out of the pandemic and will be returning to the office, a lot of people are going to be work from home for a very, very long time. The infrastructure is already in place, office buildings are expensive, and quite a few people love the flexibility of work from home and never want to go back. But there are still problems. For example, knowing when to stop working from home. Being at the office sets well-defined boundaries around work, boundaries that just don't exist at home, especially in the software world, where we're still trying to do a better job of saying, this is done. I can put this away until tomorrow. Thankfully, I think we're moving in the right direction. There are a bunch of companies changing how they organize people to work. I love the way that Gumroad, a creator-focused e-commerce platform, is run. No meetings, no deadlines, no full-time employees. You work for 25 hours a week at full pay, then any hours after that you work at half pay. You are incentivized to work less, to have more flexibility and it's done wonders for the company. They continue to steadily grow. Buffer, a company that makes social media management tools, also switched to the four-day work week. They scaled back social events, meetings, and gave employees an extra day off each week without changing pay. In return, they were able to do the same amount of work in less time. There was no hit to productivity whatsoever, and the experiment is still running to this day. Let's be honest, work is not working for most people. 
while we're achieving the highest levels of worker productivity ever, people are feeling more burnt out and exhausted due to the ability and pressure to work all of the time. Balance needs to be restored, and we need these increased gains in productivity to work for us, and not just to the benefit of the companies that we work for. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.